Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for February 21st, 2022. This week, we have the All-Star Weekend. I'll just start it off by doing a quick summary of what we've had so far, and then maybe my predictions for Sunday night game, which we will watch after recording today. So first up, we have our Friday night event, and this event was the Rising Stars Challenge. I actually really enjoyed this new format. It was nice to see young players we typically wouldn't have seen in this competition due to the expanded roster sizes. We had two semifinal games going to a target score of 50 and the final going to a target score of 25, which made the game a lot more approachable for me. And of course, this was in celebration of the NBA's 75th anniversary. Some of those young guys we, we haven't seen before are G League players like Scoot Henderson, Jaden Hardy, Dyson Daniels, and Marjan Beauchamp. Pretty neat. Obviously, they didn't make much of an impact as, you know, they're a lot younger than even the rookie and sophomore players, and they don't have that, uh, that hardened NBA experience yet, but I'm sure there'll be some guys to watch out for in the next couple of years. With this year being that 75th anniversary event in the NBA, I'm interested to see what they'll do for next year. I kind of do hope they maintain this format or, or maybe have an iteration of this format next year. Like I said, you know, having that target score of 50 and then the final going to 25 really kind of made this event more into bite-sized pieces. I was never really a big fan of the Rising Stars competition before. It was a full NBA game. The USA versus the world thing was kind of cool, but uh, I'm not really a big fan of watching, you know, like two hours straight of just rookie and sophomore NBA players. Maybe other people were. But, you know, the Rising Stars competition is really a great opportunity for the NBA to experiment. And for me, this this was a great event. Next up, we had Saturday Night All-Star event. Uh, and this usually begins with the Skills Challenge. For me, wasn't a big fan. What this was, or what this new format was, was three teams of three competing against each other in competitions such as recreating five memorable shots in NBA playoff history, there was a passing challenge, a timed relay, and it finished off with a half-court shot. When I describe it, it doesn't really sound that bad, and it wasn't terrible. I just think the event was overall pretty long and felt clunky. I think if this was, if this event was a standalone thing, and you know we didn't have to follow up with the three-point competition and then subsequently the the dunk contest, I think it would have been all right. But for this to run, you know. I'm going to guess like 90 or so minutes. There was a lot of moving parts. They had to put different things on the court and long commercial breaks. It just wasn't really enjoyable for me. And it was also pretty confusing. I mean, I, I, I recall in some instances, the announcers themselves didn't even know the rules. And, you know, if you're, you're a casual fan or even myself, who I'd consider, you know, a pretty weathered NBA fan, it's not fun to watch a competition where, you know, it's hard to garner what's exactly going on, especially when it came to the scoring. I'd really like to see the NBA either go back to the old format for the skills competition or even, um, you know, make this like a standalone thing earlier in the day or, you know, a Friday night type thing. Next event was the three-point competition, which for me has always been the highlight of Saturday Night All-Star Weekend. It's really consistent, easy to compare to, to other years and see how guys are doing. And it's really finished in you know, a reasonable time frame, 30, 45 minutes. Quick summary of this event, we had Luke Kennard, 
who started off super hot. He got 28 points in the first round, and he was followed to the final round by Trey Young, who had a score of 22, and Carl Anthony Towns, who also had a score of 22. Eventually, all-star big man Carl Anthony Towns went on to win the title by breaking the record for most points scored in the final round with 29 points, surpassing Devin Booker's score of 28 in 2018. Like I said, super exciting event. It's always nice to see some of the, you know, the talented three-point shooters in the NBA. And this one was a memorable event as well. And the final event of All-Star Saturday weekend was the Slam Dunk Contest. Now, I'll have to be honest with you guys. I unfortunately missed this event, so I can't really speak on the overall quality. However, what I've read on Twitter, Reddit, Facebook is, you know, I might have actually been lucky to miss this event as from what I've heard, it was just not good at all. And, you know, I'd like to see the NBA ultimately find a way to incentivize actual star players to compete in a dunk contest. Guys like LeBron, Carl Anthony Towns, big men, whatever. Let's see if we can get them in there. I know it's always a scare for, you know, injuries and whatnot and maybe there's just a lot of pressure i'm not really sure why we just haven't been able to get star players in this competition for you know over a decade it feels like but it's just not a great format when you have guys like obi toppin and juan toscano anderson competing i mean no disrespect to those guys you know they're solidified nba players but it's just not going to get fans to tune in and you know the results were, were poor because of that and maybe the the nba could experiment bringing in guys you know, who knows? Like, there's actual professional dunkers out there. That would be cool. Harlem Globetrotter type guys. Who knows? Eurobasket type guys. Why not? Just experiment. That's what this weekend's all about. Hopefully, we'll see something different for next year. And then finally, tonight, we have Team LeBron versus Team Durant in the Showcase All-Star Game competition. My predictions here, pretty easy for me. LeBron James He's currently on a four-game winning streak as captain in the All-Star game. And I think until proven otherwise, it's going to be hard to beat against him, um, especially with Kevin Durant not even playing. He's actually out due to injury, and he's been replaced in the starting lineup by Jason Tatum. Now, my guess for MVP, I think if Team LeBron wins, it's going to be Giannis, um, who won last year. And I think if, you know, in the small chance... Team Durant wins, I think Embiid wins. Those are the two standout guys on the teams, and and I think they can make a big impact. And I'm exciting to watch this tournament play out, this event. Now, as always, we do our NBA Top 8 standings walkthrough. Finishing it off, here we have the Eastern Conference, and in first and second, we have the Heat and the Bulls maintaining their positions. In third, we have the Sixers moving up two spots, fourth, Cavaliers moving down a spot, Fifth, Bucks moving down a spot. Celtics move up one to be sixth. Raptors move down one in seventh. And the Nets maintain eighth. In the West, like always, there's actually no current changes. So I'll just do a run through quickly for everyone here. First, Suns. Second, Warriors. Third, Grizzlies. Fourth, Jazz. Fifth, Mavericks. Sixth, Nuggets. Seventh, Timberwolves. Eighth, Clippers. As always, that is the update. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. If you like the show, we'd appreciate you sharing it with your friends. The basketball update is produced by Jacob Gazella in association with Forest Friends Media. Thanks to Chesterfield for the use of our theme music. Our next episode will be Monday, 
February 28th, 2022. Thanks for listening.